peace. This is Akaki from Akaki's World, and you're tuned into The Crown Journey. Now, this is episode two, and we are working on the root chakra. But before we get into it, I do want to give a little more information on just how I go about this process. I am not in the business of telling you something really that you can exclusively look up online or watch a YouTube video about. This is more of a try, uh, an introspective um, experiment based journey showing you, okay, this happened. This is what was going on. And this is how you can transmute that information. It's mental alchemy. You, you were absorbing, you're taking it in and you're making it work for you. This is your spiritual journey as it was my spiritual journey. I am just sharing it because sometimes speaking to someone actually helps to take out the mystery of it. We're demystifying. There is no need for you to be afraid of it. It's you. So it's a lot of people walking around when you really, you know, scrape away all the layers. They're afraid of themselves because they never actually got to know themselves. And if you think about it, that's pretty daunting because you walk around with yourself every day. And if you don't even really know the real you, I mean, that says a whole lot. Um, if you think about it, majority of people are walking around as a reflection of something outside of themselves, which is what you are taught from the beginning <laughs> to kind of, you know, really insert yourself into society, humanity or whatever, and take on all of these um, these rules and practices that actually don't resonate with you. And then you grow up and you're resentful and you have all these things you want to do and they never work out because you're going against yourself. So the goal here is to just put it out there. You can do all of these things, if not better. Okay. Um, because you didn't have to go through the grunt work, <laughs> really, um, really like of doing the research or whatever. Now, I, I'm not saying don't go back and, you know, pick up some things that I may not have needed. There are certain things you come here with a certain level of consciousness and then you already know, well, I don't really need that or that doesn't resonate with me. And there's no problem with that because you you rock it the way you want to, the way you need to for your plight, your enlightenment. There, I'm, I'm all about no rules. There are no limits. We make them. So that is the whole, um, pretty much the whole basis of how I'm going to go forward with the whole crown journey is to just give you experiences and link them and tie them in and show, oh yeah, I went through this. And let me, let me tell you how that works in with all of this that you're reading so that you can make it personal. You want it to personalize, want, excuse me, you want it to be a personalized experience so that you know that you have accomplished it because you can talk about it and relate it back, you know, to what the books are talking about. And then you could see what ha what works and what doesn't work for you and what's left out and what's maybe integral um, that may help somebody else. And so that's that's just a little background on it. Another thing for the the root, excuse me, the root chakra. If you go to a conquest world, I do have a uh, firebox that helps with this chakra. 
and it comes with a dragon blood candle and a kundalini soap because the kundalini energy is right between well it starts at the base um at the root is right between the root and the sacral coiled up and so the goal is to uncoil that energy to let that energy rise up your spine you know i think it's called the the J- i think i mentioned this the jacob's ladder you're, you're going you're trying to get to that christ energy you're trying to get into that level of enlightenment so this one gives you a guide on just you know some methodology and some techniques that can help you and you have physical reminders in the soap oh yes i need to focus on this um and you burn the candle and it another reminder that what you're working on so that also helps when you're working with the root chakra but now just to get a little bit into the root chakra because i told you i'm going to give you some background but i'm also going to give you some experiences that go with it so just to let you know the root chakra is linked to your adrenal glands or your stress glands so this chakra is you know your stress center that's kind of where that fight or flight comes in. It kicks in, you know, your grounding, your survival. You um, you get stressed and um, it produces that cortisol, that hydrocortisone. And if you're like me and you battle with this pooch, uh, you could tell I had some stress. I had stress from childhood and I always had that little pooch. You know, people tell me it's because of what I ate. No, I had anxiety. Oh, my goodness. I had so much anxiety when I was younger. And then, you know, I got rid of it. But then I had a stroke and then it was all over again. So I'm still battling with the pooch, with the cortisol production. It also, the root chakra is also where, you know, your adrenaline is produced. And so you are, um, got that adrenaline going. And we all know when adrenaline kicks in, you know, you're in hyperdrive. So it depends on what side of the adrenaline are are you nervous are you overly nervous are you hyperactive it you know it's a string it's polarities you know it's it's goes from zero to 100 so that's where the root chakra center is and so now what i want to get into is just the differences between the healthy root chakra and overbalanced one and one that's underbalanced. And I am going to cite my boy Panic, The Origins of Occult Civilization. This is, I say, the best book when it's just, I mean, if I need to just reference something, boom, boom, boom. And I know tried and true, um, the information is spot on 100. Um, so I'm just letting you know that that is my reference that I'm citing. I also... Um, reference Llewellyn's chakra book just to get, you know, just a little bit of information to to let you all know about. Um, but like I said, it's information and it's not useful unless you use it and you have to use it for you. Okay. So a healthy root chakra is one that is grounded, pretty healthy. You're trusting, independent, you're secure, passionate, You know, you have physical energy um, and you have spiritual and manifested abundance. So, excuse me, you have survival and manifested abundance, excuse me. 
And here, I mean, if you think about all of that, that's when you're a kid. <laughs> you're pretty grounded. Most of us are pretty grounded. You're healthy because you have your parents there and they feed you. You trust and you don't have a reason not to normally because you're under your, you know, the guidance of your parents and your family and things of that nature. And that's why when a friend does something when you're younger, you're just totally, totally heartbroken because that is you're healthy. You're just in that zone. You don't have a reason to always have all of these defenses. You're securing who you are. I like the color purple. I don't care if you like the color orange because the color purple is better. And this is why. Look how good it goes with all of my clothes. You or do you just know? Okay. No one has ever has knocked you off your square just yet. Um, you're always active. And, you know, people sit your butt down. Was, ugh, you can't because you have this active and healthy root chakra and you are just being you. And this is another um, example of when we go into our visualizations and we're trying to manifest different things. And you're, if you've ever heard the term to be childlike and not childish, this is a great example. You know, that basis, get grounded and have that imagination, have that security and that energy to go ahead leaps and bounds beyond what you have already taught yourself to do. So that's just a little example of the healthy root chakra. Okay. Now, if you have too much going on in the root chakra, like you, it's overbalanced. You're greedy, egotistical. You're addicted to wealth. You're hyperactive. Um, then you're really sexual. Your sexual energy is based all in the genital area. Um, you could be violent and, you know, pretty damn narcissistic, if you ask me. Um, so but all of us have experienced this at one point. Maybe this might have been your teenage years when you're like, I want what I want. I'm going to get it. No, I don't care how I'm going to get it. I'm tired of taking a bus. I want a car. So you get, you know, greedy. I'm going to work all these hours. I'm going to get this money or however you get your money, whatever. Um, you're addicted to that goal. Okay. And then because you older now and, you know, now those genitals are working and you're like, you know, I'm going to get some while I'm at it. Um, and it goes on both sides. It's not just men because females want to give it. Hey, I was one of them. All right. So that's when it's kind of overbalanced. So you're, you're, you've gone from being grounded and trusting to now I'm just greedy. I don't trust nobody. I'm trying to get this money. I'm trying to do these things. Um, you know, I like him. He liked me. Okay. We're going to work this thing out. <laughs> so it ain't even about, I mean, it could be about you want to be in a relationship, but a lot of times it's more about who's hot for right now. Cause you're a teenager and you're looking at it like, I got my whole life. I'm just trying to get in where I fit in. So that would be an example of an overbalanced root chakra. Now, here's the thing. There's some people walking around here who still have that mindset. And that, you know, I'm not going to say it's wrong. I'm just going to say that you, you can smell it a mile away. If you're in tune to this whole thing, you'd be like, oh, they're compensating for something. 
and it's kind of off. It just kind of keeps you off, you know, because the thing about it with this whole journey is the balance and the harmony of it. You don't want one to resonate more than the others. It's like almost like it's overcompensating because you will, there will be something in you that says, you know, I mean, it's, it's great, but. And the thing is, you want that that's that synergy. You want everything to come together and, you know, be balanced. That's the point. And it actually is a simply complicated thing because it takes very little tweaks. Um, but you got to do them. And it's complicated because your mind, you're working against what you've been taught. And that's the biggest issue for a lot of people is I grew up this way. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, Styles P told us you are older, way longer than you are younger. Uh, duh. Like he, I mean, it was in a song. Yes. But he's letting you know, okay, you was under your rule of your parents. That's great. But you a grown ass person now. So what's your excuse? You got to, you know, sometimes you got to transform that information and be like, all right, that's what they knew. Get off your high horse. You, you know, Momo, she, she held it down. She made the best freaking peach cobbler or whatever, sweet potato pie. She knew what she knew, right? But she came up in a different time. She didn't have all of these other distractions, they're there, you know, that's the time that she grew up in. So now we're trying to transform all that, transmute that information, take that in. And we're doing this mental alchemy. Or, I mean, the, the other result, the other result is you go crazy and you're everything you see, you're going to be affected by it because you don't have that healthy root. Now you're either overbalanced, looking for something in something else or you're working with a too um too little energy or underbalanced one. And this one is the lack of confidence. You feel unloved or you're not even able to be loved. You're unlovable. You have no energy. You know, <laughs> your sex interest is gone. Low or to no libido. You're always scared of something. You're fearful and you're frustrated. And then you feel alienated because of all these things. And you're like, everyone's attacking me and you just have nowhere to go. Okay. So this could be from life. You know, before we were talking about childhood and then you get to that teenage, you know, early twenties phase and you feeling like you the shit and that's fine. But then something happens. And now you're having too little energy in there. And that is exactly what happened to me after I had the stroke. I went from, you know, I was pretty grounded. I was secure. You know, I be, I was the one who someone would call and be like, I got this going on. And be like, nah, nah, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to rock it. And don't worry about it. It's done. Just go and do it now. You know, I was I was living the life of. Don't worry about it. It's already done. Let your body catch up, like without saying it that way. But then I had this injury and now I have to be dependent. So I was thrust into a world of where my confidence was gone. I mentioned how my eye was all jacked up, but hey, I can't even pour a gallon of milk. I can't type on a computer. I can't go outside without falling. It's just like, I have no confidence. I feel like, why didn't I just die? That would have been so much easier. Um, 
feeling unloved because when something happens to someone else, people take that on in a very interesting way. Um, it's not in a loving way. It's almost like they're looking at it. Well, you know, it's almost like I'm going to pick this whole situation apart and find every reason why it's your fault. And that's why you're in this situation. And then I'm going to help you based on how I feel about how it's your fault. And I'm sorry to say most family members, they, they pick it apart this way. Man, I didn't even have that many family members. And but when I was in, I had the stroke in Philadelphia. So I was back in my birthplace. I had family 15 minutes away and I never got a meal sent to me. I would have been better off being part of a church. They would have at least made me some food. Um, but I that just not what happened. Um, no, my mom didn't come up there until later. And people only know what they know, and that's what I'm gonna say. I don't harbor any resentment because that's her path. That wasn't mine. And um, I went through that whole situation for a reason. And I'm actually glad I did. I would, I don't think I would have gone this far into this had I been, you know, on the healthy, maybe overbalanced side of that route. You know, I was doing my thing and wasn't too much worried about. I dabbled. Don't get me wrong. I dabble, but it would never have gotten to the point where it is now with me. So that's just to show you um, some examples with every level of um, what type of root, you know, healthy, overbalanced or underbalanced. Now, also, you can have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. I've experienced that too when I'm going through and I'm like, well, I mean, for most part it's healthy, but it's kind of overbalanced here, kind of underbalanced there. And you, what you're going to do is you're just going to go through and find out why with yourself. If you're going into it and you generally have a healthy root chakra, but then you say, oh, well, yeah, I am. I'm only addicted to money. Like, I don't care. I I just want this money. You find out why that is your sole concern. Um, And it could be due to, and I like to tell people when I do my counseling sessions, go back to mommy and daddy. Um, Not the boyfriend, because something led you to that, attracted you to that boyfriend or girlfriend, excuse me. I told you I'm speaking from the female perspective. Um, so go back, go all the way. Man, this is the hardest thing for a lot of people because you want to think what you want to think about your parents due to your experiences. And it's really hard to kind of say that was their experience. That was their path. And it ain't your fault. Like you're a child. So you came into that because that is the path that you chose in order for me to get to this point, point C, I got to get people in my life for A and B that's going to drive me there. So you got to go all the way back. Mama and daddy. And a lot of things come from mama and daddy. And then you have to just turn around and say, okay, that was their path. You know, that wasn't on me. So I forgive myself. It's not even about forgiving those people. They did what they knew how to do. I forgive myself because I've been carrying this burden and it's not even mine. It's theirs. They had their lives and they only knew what they knew how to do. And then you let that mess go. And I say mess and I don't mean to put it lightly, but it's an anchor on your 
it's an anchor on your ankles, pretty much. It's holding you down. You're trying to, you know, be, have been have enlightenment, but you keep holding on to things. So it's time to let go. And that's one of the great things about opening up this route. You have to figure out what it is that's holding me down. If you have an emotional response to hearing something on the news, and don't get me wrong, some of this stuff is like, damn, and you have compassion for it. But if you all of a sudden turn that around and now you're fearful for your life, well, that could happen to me. And oh my goodness, did you hear about that? You see what these people are doing? That is called fear. Okay. That is, that's closing up that root chakra. And if you're melanated, it's reducing your melanin. So as much as you boast about, I'm melanated, I'm a melanated this, I'm a melanated that. The more you worry about, you know, the sinkholes, the potholes, the people going to get, you know, that are losing their lives or however you want to put it in whatever words, you reduce your own melanin because you have to understand that your whole world is within you. And how you, the outside world that you experience is a projection of that within you all the way down to the bugs. You know, they serve a purpose. That's why there are animal spirit totems because they reflect a certain energy. And so the thing is, you have to balance that out. That's why I said it's simply complicated. It's a tweak in your mental for you to get it together and stop taking all this stuff in because it's on the outside and I know it's difficult. The most difficult thing for me when dealing with um, this whole journey was my babies aren't mine. What? <laughs> you know, I'm like, wait, wait. you know, physically I birthed them. I take care of them. And you mean to tell me if they were to leave that how am I supposed to take that? But I don't own them. And what it is, is to remove yourself from the fact of thinking that you own them. They are their own entity. They have been their own entity, really, when they, you know, viable outside of the womb. So when they do something and it's totally against what you signed up for to be here, you have to let them go and experience that. And you can have compassion. I am not saying do not be compassionate towards your babies. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you don't own them. So if I tell my son, hey, you might not want to do this because of X, Y, Z, and he does it anyway. And then he come back, you know, burnt up, bruised, hurting, crying. I'm going to hug him tight and I'm going to say, all right, now, I told you, did you, what was the lesson in it? Because I can't save you from your own path. You decided that. I don't know your path. I know mine, but I don't know yours. You have to figure that out. That's the, the joy of being in this human form. Okay. And I hope I'm not, you know, going off too much. <laughs> um, because really when I start talking uh, and I go off into a zone and I do have these little notes here that I'm trying to get back to. Um, but bear with me. I'm just hoping that, you know, this kind of gives you um, a, a, a layout of how this journey is going to go. It's it's work. It's it's the best work you'll ever do. And it has a payoff of more than a six-figure salary because now you have removed all limits. So now your mind is not going to be wondering how 
is going to know. Oh, I got through that. Now I know. And I'm not going to say that it's going to happen in the the time that we go through this journey, you know, in those weeks to come, you know, because this has taken me years. And yes, I have fallen off of this um, many times or I've gotten derailed or, you know, from my goal. Uh, what and I'll even express this to you. I was the type of person who always wanted to make sure everybody was straight. And it it actually made me feel good. It, okay, everybody straight, everybody good. All right, we cool, we rocking, we vibing. If you fall off, hey, I got you. Let's let's get back on track. That was me. And I got a rude awakening when I got sick because all them people couldn't take it. I mean, I remember a good girlfriend of mine was like, I know I never came to see you. I just couldn't take it. And I'm like, damn, okay. It was about her. And I love her. But I understand the limitations with people. And what ended up happening as I started to get my recognizance back and my memory getting better and everything, um, I really wanted to delve into this spiritual way and, and for myself but I think I turned it into still helping everybody else. And there were certain things that I limited for myself. And so it was beneficial, but then it wasn't because then I'm I'm still unbalanced. I'm not doing it solely for me. And here's another thing. Being selfish is not a bad thing. You have to take your time for you and do things for you with you in mind. Now, of course, with everything, there's balance. That's the whole thing. You got a lot of unbalanced people walking around, Um, but you got to pull away and you have to keep some things for yourself. And, And that is very important. Just like you listening to this podcast is for you. It's not for everyone else outside of you. It's for you and you building up your temple. If you want to use that word, it's fine. Okay, so now I want to get into some of the illnesses that are associated with the root chakra and it obesity, eating disorders. You could be constipated or you could have diarrhea. Like, and when I say this, I know every time, you know, every now and again, we'll go eat something and be like, oh, that locked me up or that ran through me. I'm not speaking about that. I mean, consistent like IBS it's an actual syndrome, you know, that you cannot go to or you go to the bathroom, but you don't go. And, you know, having difficulties, um, fibromyalgia, because that's a soft tissue issue. And it's important that, you know, you get this thing balanced out because fibromyalgia, from what I heard, hurts bad. You're always tired, fatigued. You'll have foot problems because if you don't know, and I'm going to tell you now, you got chakras in your feet and your feet act just like your hands. <laughs> There's chakras in your hands too. So if you, your feet hurt, you have issues with that, then there's blockages there. Okay. You, um, varicose veins, which I know, are uh, the bane of some people's existence. This is showing another blockage and it's, it's manifesting in your legs. And it just, you know, I haven't, I know people that just really don't like their legs because of the varicose veins, but 
one thing to remember is you have these auric bodies outside of your physical body. And because you are pulling this energy down, you're pulling that sickness down through all of those auric bodies. So if you have these seven auric bodies outside of you, or no, extending, I don't want to say outside, extending from your material form and it hits you physically, it came through all of those things. Just like with my stroke, it came down through all of those things. And I know, um, just to give an example, before I had the stroke, I had uh, two car accidents in five days. Within a week period, I was in two car accidents. Neither which of them, neither one of them was my fault. I got T-boned and then I got hit from behind. And so in my mind, I was waiting. I said, okay, well, I see it in my head. I'm going to get knocked off the highway by a tractor trailer. I was almost anticipating it because I started to have these really, really bad migraines and no one seemed to understand how to give me any relief. And I'm in school and I would have these debilitating migraines to where I couldn't even get up and move. It hurt to even breathe. So that ruined my confidence and my will, you know, all of my stuff just shut down. It was doom, doom, doom. It was like, you know, the, the, the main valve, it just, everything just shut off and little by little, all the lights went out. That's what happened. Um, and then I had an injury that no one seemed to be able to figure out or want to do surgery on. Um, because in the first accident, I actually pulled my thumb away from the rest of my fingers and Everybody said, oh, you injured that before. And it was like, well, I'm left-handed. I can't write. It hurts. You know, I got a headache and now my hand hurts and I'm in school. And it was just all that. So what I'm saying is mentally and emotionally and all of that all lined up, I pulled that stroke straight on down. And so um, I'm just, that was just an example of how things happen and you you kind of don't re- you bounce back from you don't bounce back from it there were so many things going on within that the little sub stories you know i had a job i was making good money they let me go because i got sick yeah because they will replace you i don't care what you say those companies do not care about you even if they say they do and act like they do have a hardship have a real hardship. Like I come to work and I can't take the lights and I need to go sit down for a minute. Yeah, they're going to say it's okay. But when it comes down for that, uh, a raise or something, it'll be like, oh, we're not going to renew your contract or, oh, we just, we have budget cuts, you know, uh, no. So it can happen. And, and this is something when you have to find yourself and get to a point where can't nobody take nothing from you at all. Okay, so those were the illnesses and, um, you know, you'll have these disorders or just different disorders and like when your bones and your teeth, like it's it gets really, really bad. (laughs) Also, the root chakra illnesses, challenging addictions. Now. Addictions (laughs) Addictions <laughs> is 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 kind of a I think is a slippery slope. Um, and what I'd like to tell people is <laughs> you got to remember that is, you know, we're in a place of duality and there's polarities to this. OK, so when you say addiction, you're thinking, OK, that you just 
binging out on cocaine or smoking crack or this, that, and the other. Yeah, but there's that other side too. And I'm one of those people. I was addicted to not becoming addicted. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but I I just figured out what it is. And that is that I wouldn't even allow myself to do it because I watched and I saw people. You know, my father, I love him. And, you know, he was a great man to me, but let him not have his smoke. Oh, my goodness. He was the worst. I hated him when he had no smoke. I almost wished I had the money and the connections to buy that shit because he was the grumpiest, funkiest old man when he had no smoke. And then there was levels to it. It would be some smoke, but it wouldn't be that good. Then it's, oh, now you ain't happy because your ass ain't as high. Good gracious. You know, it was just, it was just damaging. You know, um, my mom was really into money. You know, and she dealt with people who had money. And so I, you know, before my sickness, I always had money. I was always the one giving it, you know, let's go shop and I got you. Let's do this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then I didn't have it. And motherfuckers held on tight to their little coins. Like, well, you ain't got it. And I ain't trying to give it to you. It was it was vicious. So I said, all right, I'm not going to become addicted to that either. Okay, so then um, another addiction could be sex. You know, you just got to have it. And um, and I don't have a problem with this. Matter of fact, if you really want to know something about me, I wanted to have sex, but I did not want the attachment because I noticed how people get cuckoo-cachoo over getting some. Like, damn, just get your rocks off and move on. But that is not what people do. (laughs) So then you would start to then all of a sudden have these dysfunctions because now you're thinking you're not worthy because you, you know, you're having this sex and then people aren't trying to stay with you or, you know, you're not going to be able to live out the fantasy of television. And. You know that you're going to you're going to actually bring it down on yourself to where you're going to have these reproductive issues or you'll have sexual dysfunction. So now you can't get aroused or you can only get aroused for a certain amount of time. And, you know, certain things don't work. You know, um, as a female, you know, I've heard women, they be like, man, I'll get it going and then I'll just dry right up because now you're thinking about past stuff and your stuff ain't working or men who have impotence issues or they can't. They can't last very long because they're so excited and it's just, it's a lot and I understand it, but there is a fix. You have the cure because you are the cure to everything that you're going through. Okay. Now a couple more things and then I'm going to let you go is how you balance this. Now, if you are balanced, all right. You can just simply, and once again, this is taken from Brother Panic's book. I think you guys should get that. Um, You can draw in a red crayon, pen, marker, whatever you can use that comes out red. And then you're going to draw with the intention of what you're trying to heal. And just go. Don't even worry if it's perfect. You know, we're always worrying about coloring within the lines. I want you to color outside the lines. Okay, we have been trained color in the lines, color in the lines. You don't have to do that. If it looks good, you got million dollar paintings out here that 
Nobody colored within the lines. They ain't even draw. It, it's abstract as hell. It could be a squiggly. And they'd be like, oh, that's pure art. You know, it, <laughs> it just matters. It doesn't matter. It has to speak to you. Okay. So go ahead and balance your stuff out. Get you a little, get a piece of paper and just get the, get the going. Remember, we're getting back to that healthy root. And we already said that that was more of a childlike approach to it. Children get it in. They remember, my favorite color is purple because it matches all my clothes and it goes good with this and that and the other. So when you draw your picture, you're going to draw it. And it's the best drawing ever because I'm fixing the shit within myself that is kind of, you know, that little flicker of light. We want that light to beam. It's, we want it to just shine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, now if you're overbalanced, you can counteract all that red with a little green and cool that thing off. Um, and you're just going to just vision, envision that peace and serenity that you're looking for so that you're not just, you're not so aggressive. You're bringing it down a little bit. Um, and you can do that, you know, a lot of times you can do these things, you can wear the color. Um, so wear the color green if you one of those greedy people and <laughs> you need to calm that down a little bit. Um, put your feet in some nature. It's the green outside um, and just take some deep breaths and enjoy being. And if things come into your mind that you're like, no, I got to push this out. Nah, deal with it. Let it come and say, and you figure out just like the same way I said that you have to figure out why maybe you're pretty healthy in the root chakra, but you still have some of these tendencies that have you underbalanced, overbalanced, figure out where that stems from. Burn that shit right off because you can reprogram a memory. You'll be like, it's all good. This happened, but check this out. This is what it is. So when I see this again, this is the memory that's coming up because you're training your subconscious mind and the subconscious mind. If you don't know the repetition, trauma and symbols. So repeatedly, of course, you're going to have trauma because if it keeps happening, oh, my goodness, this is a traumatic experience. You know, um, you know, it's 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 burns into your mind. Then, you know, symbols, different symbols, you know, that's why when people who have been, you know, in certain situations, you yell at a kid and they came from a household that yelled and they just, you know, pets do the same thing. So you have to take those things and you transform it into what you want it to be. And it's not to lie about it or you're tricking yourself. No, you are recreating the memory and it can be done. And I'll share with you one more thing. And then I'm going to go ahead off of here is um, retraining the memory because we're starting in that root. And it's so close to, you know, your vagina or your penis or however you want to call it. Um, the JJ and your dick, whatever, um, that a lot of trauma comes from there, especially if you've been molested or if you've been in a, a relationship that wasn't on the up and up. Okay, so I'll give you my story. All right, so when I was five, I um I was a tomboy. So I played with the homies. And the way that we lived in a quadruplex, excuse me, I was on the bottom. And there was this guy that I played with. Now, I can't tell you how old he was because back in the day, everybody played together. If you can get down, you can run a ball, you good. And that's what I was. So anyway, I knew him. 
And at this particular time, when I went up to his house, um, his mama was on the front in the front room sleeping. I remember it. And his older cousin was there. And this is why. And I know and it's all mental people from Kenna. I don't want to even talk to you because that's where this dude was from. So anyway, he had a cousin who was about 19 and they was like, yo, we want to show you something back here. Now, here's the crazy part is I had a flash of vision before I even walked back there of what was going to happen. But me being a curious cat, I wanted to see. So I went back there and the dude pretty much he was going to try to have sex with me. And I'm like, what? You know, like, why are we doing this? Nah, we ain't about to do this. He pulls me down to the floor. Now, here's the part that's kind of, I don't know if I bumped my head or if I was just like my heart racing and, oh, shoot. But the next thing I knew, my pants are down to my ankles and he's massaging me in my pants and stroking himself. Now, mind you, I have never seen a penis in my life. But if I close my eyes, I can see this dude. Don't remember his face, but I know what his junk looked like. Yep. That's what I, I know that. Okay. So for years, I never said anything about it. Now I did stop it, you know, because his mama, the boy's mama was in the front room and I started to get loud. So they had to get rid of me. But what was said after was what kind of haunted me. It was like, you better not tell nobody, you know, we know where you live. They lived upstairs. So at this point, I didn't want my daddy being hurt because I know if I told him it was going to be a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so I held on to it. I didn't just hold on to it to a few years. I held on to it till I was 14. And all of a sudden I'm at my national honor society, uh, induction. And I look at my mother and I just start crying and tell her about it. Um, now what happened after that, we'll get into that in another, um, with another chakra <laughs> because it, when things happen to you and you don't understand them and they happen a certain way. We hold on to not only that, but then we hold on to how people, other people take it. And then that affects other things. So let's just say she wasn't the most supportive with it. Okay. But in my grown life in having to do going through this process myself, I had to go back to that memory and, and redo it. You know, it was like, wait a minute, I'm five. This dude is 19. Okay, so I'm not the one with the problem. Yeah, yeah, you'll tell yourself, oh, but I should have known. I'm five. All I do is go outside and play. That's it. I don't know nothing about putting nothing in no hole, doing nothing with it, enjoying it, not enjoying it. I don't know nothing about that. So once again, that was his path not mine. I inserted that whole experience in my journey to understand it. So I couldn't hold on to that. That's what I mean by you can release that. You can redirect that whole memory. Nah, I went back there. He did some things and yeah, I realized that he was sick. All right, do your thing, bro. You know, um, he got his, I, I mean, that's what I say. I don't even know the dude. But I know he got his because even if you just carry that shit on you, the shit going to get you. It's just you are going to eat yourself away with it. So you recreate the memory where I don't hold on to that anymore. I'm releasing that from myself. That's that's another chain or another anchor that's gone. You know, so th in this way, I'm not holding on to it to in the sense of... <gasps> Oh no, you can't go around people, you know, when it comes to my babies because of what happened to me. Well, that was in my path. 
And that was by somebody older who knew better that was, you know, working out whatever they were working out. And, you know, that's part of this human experience. Some some shit that is just not, not fun, not pretty, I guess, if you would say. But in a sense, it was. It was very, you know, informative for how I move with other people. Now, I will say I do not sit on people's laps due to that, but I never liked that. <laughs> so, you know, there's just certain things that I don't do, but I don't hold on to it. Oh, because I was molested. No, nah, I just I don't like sitting on nobody's lap. Santa Claus, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm not sitting on your lap. So anyway, so just to just give a little recap, you know, this journey is going to be intense. You have to actually sit back and look at yourself. And even on the things you say, I ain't worrying about that. Okay, let it come up. Do you have an emotion about it? Then you're worried about it. I mean, if you have a reaction about it, the thing is to remain neutral so that you can go along your path and understanding it. But if you pick a side, then now you're stuck and you have to go. That's some more, that's some more debris you're going to have to sweep out because now you're picking a side. You don't have to. You're trying to really enlighten yourself and you have to go within. That's under. That's why we understand you have to go within the underworld, the darkness. You have to go in to come out as light. It's just that simple. You know, a lot of people can use terminologies and, oh, no, you we doing this way and we doing it that way. They are doing it that way. Does that resonate with you? Because if you tried it and it ain't working then it's not resonating with you. So you can remix it, you know, take a little from here, take a little from here because you came from something else and you have this different level of consciousness. And that's why people resonate with certain things. It's not that you're bad. It's not that you're less than you freak it the way you need to so that you can get whatever you got to get done, period. All right. So this has been long enough. I'm hoping that this was informative for you. Like I said, please, please go and get you a firebox. Um, actually, any of them. There's also a goddess and a god box that you can get. And that's going to really go into yourself and help you when you do this crown journey. You can reflect back on that and reference it. Um, please, you know, get you a reading. It will also help you to see with the different aspects of your life where, you know, things are coming into play and you're like, oh, I need to check that. Or this is probably something deep down hidden that I thought I was over or I thought I tucked away that wasn't going to come back up. Yeah, everything comes back up in the most interesting ways and at the most interesting times. Remember, I was boohooing at my ceremony for something that ain't had nothing to do with it. Okay. Also, you know, just keep doing it. Just keep going. I mean, you're going to get something that's going to hit you. It may knock you off your square. That's fine. You understand it and you're working through it. This is not a problem. Also, on September 1st, um, I'll be launching a 21 day trauma release. By the end of this week, you will be able to purchase this each day for the 21 days. You'll be giving tasks or, you know, worked pretty much to do to release the trauma 21 days to form a habit so by the end of it you would have formed formulated this habit 
to where you're not going to bring anything else in. You'll be able to sift through and work through the trauma that you have and release it. So just want to keep you posted about that. Um, and you'll be able to purchase that. I'm hoping to get it together on my website, aconkeysworld.com or on the Facebook page, Aconkeys World. You'll be able to get to it. Um, and I'll let you know next week um, how all that's going down and how you can purchase that one. But also um, in the meantime, please, please send me questions if you have any on just getting started or just if I have you have a mental block on doing anything. Just uh, even if it's just identifying for yourself what's going on with you, um, then, you know, schedule a consultation or send a quick email. If it's a quick email, then I can get to you. If it's consultation worthy, you need to schedule a consultation. OK, so I'm here and I want you to also know that, no, I'm a little different. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to tell you um, just experiences and then you can work with what resonates you with you. Excuse me. Um, but I want you to make this your own journey. You know, you got to mix a little fruit punch in your lemonade or whatever. <laughs> you got to make it your own. So I appreciate you listening. Peace.